Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. The three coalition party leaders have met and they finalised the details of the budget which will be delivered in the Dáil today. It's a budget with a virus attached to it this year and challenges facing us all like never before. Uh, we want to know what you'd like from the budget and what should be the priority. Get in touch now. WhatsApp us on 086 123 95 95. Uh, and uh, listener Eleanor is uh, on the line. Morning to you, Eleanor. How are you doing? Good morning, sweetheart. How are you? Oh, that's great. That's great. Welcome. I'll certainly take that one on board. <laughs> I'm, I'm very rarely called sweetheart, I can tell you. <laughs> that's why I said that's it. Well, I, I appreciate it. So what what would you like to see in the budget today? Do you know he's not going to change anything, Joe? Go on, it's tell me. There's going to be no pay rises, no nothing. Themselves are going to get a 10% pay rise for all they have done during lockdown, they're upping their expenses. It's going to be a government budget. And to head with the people of Ireland, you do what we say. Right, so you're not overly impressed with the political class then, Eleanor? No, no, I'm not, Joe. Well, I, myself, personally, I think they should leave the elderly alone. They should actually cut the price of cigarettes from. No, this is only for the elderly. For no one else. They should get... Produce their pension card in a shop and get their package of eggs for a tenner. Right. Uh, what about the health worries about around cigarettes? There is loads of health worries, Joe. But it's up to parents and the people, everyone, as I say, keep washing your hands. Unless there's a vaccine, there is nothing that can be done. COVID is here. It's everywhere. There isn't a town in Ireland going to escape it. But it's up to us. The pharmaceuticals will come up with a vaccine eventually, but there's going to be millions poured into it before, and they probably have one, but they probably won't release it. Because the pharmaceuticals dictate to the government in every part of the world. Yeah. So I can't see a vaccine coming, and I think, quite honest with you, if a vaccine can cure it, why wasn't there a vaccine? Beforehand. Well, I mean, it obviously it had to exist in the first instance before they were... Ah, uh, but they're, come here, they're talking about this thing coming for years. Well, they were talking about... Yeah, you're right about that. They were talking about a pandemic and a virus yeah. coming, but obviously each virus is different. You know, the yeah. other viruses that came... But um, look, George, does the flu injection cure the flu? Does it prevent it? I don't think so. If I got the flu injection today, I guarantee you I'd have 10 chest infections in the year. Well, well, I have to say, you know, I, I actually had the flu vaccine and I've had it for the last few years. And personally, it's had no ill effects at all for me. Um, the only thing that happens when I get the injection is that I generally get a little bit of redness around the area for maybe a day. But personally, it, has, it hasn't had any impact well, on me. Uh, but you're tough, Joe. Uh, well, I'm far from tough, I can tell you. <laughs> I, I t- believe me, I felt this year as much as everyone else. Uh, um, uh, Eleanor, I, I think it's, it's been really tough for everybody, in all honesty, and continues uh, to be. So, I mean, do you feel that older people have been disproportionately impacted this year then? Oh, my God. God love us, sure. Everything is taken away from the elderly. They can't see families or waving in windows of nursing homes to people in the back door or something. 
you know, they, they, they were penalised for everything. They go to mass, they go to the shop for the paper. Do you know? And they, they were they were confined. They were, it was like as if it was their fault. They were, to me, they were penalised. There from March onwards, they were penalised for everything. Yeah. And it's sad for them because, I mean, they're the backbone of the country. And all they have is their fag and their newspaper. Do you feel that we're at the right level now in restrictions? Would you like to see a more severe lockdown or less of a lockdown? There will be a severe lockdown, George. There will be come the Halloween break, midterm. Personally, I think he'll lock it down for a couple of weeks and we'll be able to have Christmas. Would you agree with that? I would, yeah. If I thought, you can't take Santa from children. But, you know, I mean, the government are facing a tough one here because the reality is that, you know, TDs live in their communities around the country, including here in Limerick. So they're aware of the um, mental impact uh, of lockdown, um, the economic impact of lockdown. They're obviously aware of the spread of the virus the same way we all are. You know, it is hard to make the right choices here. Um, I don't know. Um, they have fantastic salaries, Joe. They can afford to pay someone to go in and stay with their elderly parents. A lot of families can't. Do you know to have company? Um, they're still getting paid to go up and do- they don't have to go up and down to Dublin. They're still getting their expenses, as we all know. They have their cars are driven for them. They have everything. Well, we not all pay- TDs have their cars driven for them. This uh, well, not all, the majority do. of them. But Joe, I tell you one I thing: it's the working person that's paying. It's only the working people that are paying for everything in this country. And we are, we are, and you know, there's no one to blame, only ourselves. And the reason that being is, it isn't the fact that we voted from. The ones that voted from were worse, and the ones that didn't vote has no say in the country, as far as I'm concerned. But we have sat back and we've allowed them to dictate us for years. It makes no difference what government is there, who you vote for now. They're all on the same salary, they're all on the same expenses, unless there's a 10% pay cut. The president's salary should be halved. Michael D's salary? Yes. Sure, we don't even need a president, in fairness. No, he's a lovely man. And the whole lot. But, do you know what I mean? There should be a set salary for the amount of years that you're going there. I mean, come here, Trump isn't even getting half of what the ministers are getting here. Yeah, Trump, Trump probably isn't a good example of anything, though, is he? Uh, come here, no, in fairness, Joe, we need a Trump here. Ah, oh, come on, Eleanor. No, come on, no, please, no, Joe, I couldn't be listening to this. He's a bigger criminal uh, than uh, all the criminals uh, they are giving advice. Uh, uh, look, I couldn't even be listening to, 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 to that now about Trump. I mean, Trump is just... Anyway, we won't get into it. Listen, <laughs> Eleanor, um, um, thank you very much for your thoughts on that. We, we appreciate each and every one, and thank you for talking to us this morning and for uh, listening to uh, Limerick Today on Live 95. So there's Eleanor. She has um, her concerns. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> and uh, she has her priorities as well for what she'd like to see in the budget um, today. Uh, Adam Higgins is political reporter with the Irish Sun newspaper. He's on the line. Good morning to you, Adam. Good morning, Joe. Now, you'd imagine at, at uh, the time of the election, which was just before COVID hit, and indeed the talk during the election campaign was what they were going to give us back in tax cuts in this budget and following um, budgets. There'd be none of that today. 
how the world has changed in such a short time. That's right. I suppose today's um, budget will be historic in, in, in many ways. I mean, the first in that it's uh, going to be the biggest spending budget in the history of the state. So we're looking at more than 20 billion euro worth of measures. And then it's also going to be the first budget we see from this new coalition of Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and the Green Party. And we get to see what their priorities are. And then also the three parties have to tackle these enormous obstacles of not only the COVID pandemic, but Brexit is coming down the line in a few months' time. Whether there's a deal or no deal, we still don't know. Mm. Um, the Greens obviously have to put their stamp on this because you know they would be under pressure from their own members around the country to show that going into coalition was the right thing to do and you know most people wouldn't argue now that we need to look at the climate change um, issues in the country but it's motorists who will feel it today well, there will be so motorists will definitely feel this budget. You're right, and, and part of that is the green measures that you just mentioned. I mean, we will see uh, a seven euro fifty per ton increase in the carbon tax. Now, what that means for the driver is you're looking at to fill your tank of petrol. You're looking at an extra one euro thirty, and to fill your tank with diesel, you're looking at an extra around one sixty, depending obviously on where where you buy your your fuel. And then also, then you're going to be looking at an increase in the price. Of the cost of heating your home, you know, the fuels that you heat your home with, Abela briquettes, things like that will go up by, by a small price. But the drivers will be hit with a tax there in that carbon tax that will push up their, their driving expenses. Mm. Uh, the uh, pandemic unemployment uh, payment looks like it'll be extended um, probably well into next year now. Well, it was already extended until April, but had been due to be phased down over time. So in February, we were looking at the next big cut. But the big news that came out last night, and it was one of the last decisions, I understand, to be made by the two ministers, is that the pandem- people on the pandemic unemployment will get the Christmas bonus. So every year, people on social welfare uh, will get a double week coming up to Christmas in order to help them pay for presents and extra fuel and things like that. And that's going to be extended to people on the pandemic unemployment payment almost everybody on that payment will get it. There is a stipulation that you have to have been on it for four months. So it doesn't have to be four months in a row. If you lost your job at the start of the pandemic and you were on the pub for, say, two months and then we went to level three and you're on it for another two months, you qualify. It doesn't have to be four months in a row. Mm. Uh, Adam Higgins, political reporter from the Irish Sun, is uh, with us. What will they do for the pubs? The pubs is going to be a very interesting thing to watch today because their reaction will be probably the, the most anticipated reaction from uh, from people because, as the government is keen to point out, they were the first to close and a lot of them are still the last to open. I mean, here in Dublin, they still haven't got the pubs open. So there is a business support package worth about €4 billion, Euro, which will come into the, the, the pub situation. So they'll be given... The restart grants will be extended for that. There's also going to be grants if if businesses have to close to keep them afloat until they can reopen again. And then also for the tourism and hospitality sector, we're looking at a VAT rate cut from the 13.5 back down to 9%, which we had before after the financial crash. So that'll be very welcome. But of course, they have to be open to make money. So they have to be open to, to be able to avail of that VAT rate. So... Yeah. Uh, will, will they get open soon? The other thing, of course, is the live music and entertainment sector has been effectively wiped out. Surely something will be coming for them in the budget today. There is. There's a massive package, I believe, worth somewhere in around $120 million for the entertainment industry. And what you're looking at there is uh, supports obviously for artists and individuals, but also uh, a support of around €10,000 for a venue to help them reopen with COVID guidelines when 
we get to the levels that that's allowed, you know. So when we move back to level two or level one, they would be given this money to help them restart plays and concerts and things like that. Yeah, and taxi drivers, I know they're looking at something for them because, again, that's another industry really badly affected in Limerick and around the country. But, I mean, for the average family um, who might be listening this morning, what would it mean for them, the budget? Well, there will be very little change. And I was listening to Eleanor on there and she was talking about, you know, how pensioners won't get anything and and cigarettes will go up. And, And she's right, as in the price of cigarettes will go up. They will rely on that again to bring in some money. There's no across-the-board pension increase plan. There's no across-the-board social welfare increase uh, plans. I mean, we've we've seen that in recent years with the €5. Euro. That's, that, we won't see that today. What we will see is nuanced approaches to increasing different parts of benefits. So we'll see the, the carer's allowance will go up, which will be worth about €150 euro per year for the, the carer's allowance. The living alone allowance will go up by €5 euro a week. So there's a smaller nuanced approach, but across the board, there's no income tax uh, cuts. There's, there's no social welfare increases. So people will not really feel this in their pocket mm. come January. And finally, Adam, for now, um, the old saying that uh, man makes plans and God laughs couldn't be any truer when it comes to this budget because the reality is if they get past it today, they are immediately into massive crisis mode again. Looks like the border counties alongside the six counties of Northern Ireland could end up in level four restrictions. Looks like Dublin could end up in level four. The rest of the country teetering on the brink as well. Um, at level three, um, the incidence of the virus, uh, unfortunately, going very much in the wrong direction. I mean, it is a real nightmare scenario for the winter, let's be honest. You're bang on the money, Joe, uh, especially regarding moving between the different levels. And from what I understand, the government's budget today will be uh, based on level three. So so the, all the measures in it will be stipulated on if we remain in level three, this is what we're going to do. And then there will be a supplementary paper that will also be released today, which will show how the spending will change if we're forced into level five. Because obviously, if they put aside X amount of money for social welfare payments and we go into level five, that money has to increase. So, And that money has to be taken away from a project somewhere else. So while everything today is you know, written down and planned on paper, it's all still aspirational because things can change so quickly, as we've seen over the past few months. I mean, how many times have your listeners made a plan to go away and then they had to cancel at the last minute because that county went into lockdown or their county went into lockdown or level three happened. So while this is a good plan, it's still aspirational and we... Yeah. We God only knows what will happen come January. Absolutely. We will be talking about near-cations as they're being called now rather than staycations within the county a bit later in the show uh, as well. Thank you very much, uh, Adam Higgins, who is a political reporter with the Irish Sun newspaper.